Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Social media really has dominated the last 15 years of our life in one form or another. But has it made our lives better? Well, the Wall Street Journal asked a lot of people that question. And the majority of us aren't sure it has made our lives better. Six out of ten Americans don't really trust Facebook to protect their personal information. And only 6% said they trust it a lot or quite a bit. But what's interesting is as much as we don't trust Facebook, we use it anyway. <laughs> so true. Isn't that funny? It's so true. You know, we love to knock them. We love to uh, talk about big, bad Facebook, but we use it, most of us anyway. There's a handful that have stepped away from it. 57% of us think sites like Facebook and Twitter do more to divide our country than unite it. 55% think social media helps simply spread lies and falsehoods more than actually educate us against mis- misinformation. And 61% thinks it also helps spread unfair attacks and rumors. But the majority of us, most of us, 82% of us admit that social media is a huge time waster in general. But again, we say one thing, we do another. 70% of the people in the poll said, despite the fact that we see it as a huge time waster, we still check social media at least once a day. Although 42% of us have at least made an effort to limit our social media use in the last couple of years. Ugh. It's just so easy to go through, go, go down that Rabbit hole. Oh, it is. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I feel like I'm okay with not posting, but I want to see what everybody else is doing every now and then. You know what I mean? Just to check in and see what the fam is up to. Or Mm -hmm. look at pictures or be like, oh my gosh, like I love when kids go back to school or Mm -hmm. when they have Santa pics. Like I love seeing all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I know. I got a friend of mine who's in New Zealand that I'm just captivated. Like every picture looks like. She died and went to heaven, you know, just wow. with like, like these beams of sunlight coming through the sky and these, you know, majestic crosses on hillsides and just the the terrain is stunning. <sighs> <laughs> it is pretty to look at. Dictionary.com just announced uh, more than 300 new words and phrases that they're adding to their official lexicon. But are they all words we really need? We report, you decide. Here are a few notable additions. Screen time is officially a noun in dictionary. 
in the dictionary, dictionary dictionary.com. Screen time being the amount of time we spend watching some kind of content on a screen. JOMO. JOMO has made the dictionary. Stands for the joy of missing out. (laughs) I love that. A feeling of contentment with one's own pursuits and activities. I don't care that I'm missing out on this thing that everybody else says I should be interested in and care about. Right, so it's yeah. the opposite of FOMO. Funny. JOMO, that's a good thing. I JOMO. Like JOMO. Uh, let's see. Info dump. A large quantity of backstory supplied all at once. Mm-hmm. Womp womp has officially made the dictionary. Womp womp. Womp womp. womp. How are they spelling it? W-O-M-P? Yep, two words, W-O-M-P. Is Woot Woot in there? Oh, it ought to be. <laughs> Not this time. Can I get Next a woot, year. Woot? Womp Womp is an interjection, 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 used to dismiss or mock a failure. Uh, J-S-Y-K. Just so you, you know. There you go. Abbreviation. Uh, toxic masculinity. <laughs> that is a noun. Uh, it is a cultural uh, concept. So toxic masculinity, not to be confused with masculinity, toxic masculinity is a cultural concept of manliness that glorifies stoicism and dominance that is socially harmful to mental health. Uh, whelp has been added to the dictionary as well. Whelp is an interjection, an informal variant of well used to indicate disappointment. Uh, cry bully. This is one I don't think I've ever heard cry bully before. Have you? Mm-mm. Cry yeah. bully is a noun. Mm. Cry bully is a person who self-righteously harasses others while playing the victim. And finally, dad joke. Oh, these are the best. Uh, dad joke. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's a corny and generally unfunny joke reminiscent of the types of remarks made by middle-aged or elderly fathers. <laughs> My dad is a, the wealth of those. Yeah. Yeah. That's what makes it great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else do we have here? Texas Tech and Virginia playing for the NCAA championship tonight. But don't worry, the brackets don't end there. The website, Name of the Year, just released its annual March Madness-style bracket featuring the strangest names that have been in the news this past year. Uh, most of them are real names, and a few are people who've changed their name. The winner is usually announced around May 1st. Some of our favorites from this year's pool, Kermit Sprinkles. <laughs> That's an awesome name. Yep. Ionosphere Torres, Pretzel Monteclaro, uh, Manchester United MacGyver. Oh, no way. That's a real name. Yep. Uh, let's see. Tushna Commissariat. Uh, 
I'm butchering these. Let's see. Shaky Sherpa, Dr. Trentington Outhouse. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. I think you're doing great with these. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Surrender Nada. <laughs> <laughs> some of these I really I like shouldn't say Nada. on the air. Surrender. <laughs> uh, are they dirty? Or yeah, what the, are they? I'm about to move into some dirty territory here. Uh-oh. It's mm. somebody's name. Okay. Candy Button Disco. <laughs> I mean, if you have a name Jen like that. Jen told me it's okay because I it's mean, somebody's name. Right. I mean, if you have a name like that, Talk I think to her. you are going to develop some thick skin at a young age and hopefully be able to laugh a lot. Storm Duck. Fast Lane, spelled P-H-A-S-T, Fast Lane. Uh, ecclesiastical Denzel Washington. <laughs> what? Uh, Alpha Omega Nickelberry the Third, Pope Thrower, Apollo Creed Gardner, all kinds of just really crazy but actual names. I've, Jeff, Jeff I've, has written all of uh, written all of them except one. Right, there's right way he's yeah. skipping. I have a book. <laughs> Which one is one? that, Tim? <laughs> would I would I have the guts to read it? Or no? I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to see uh, now. I don't think it's pronounced how it's spelled. Oh, I, I bet. think it is. You think it? <laughs> well, sure. I have a book at home. I just noticed it yesterday. It's sitting on on my table, and the last name of one of the authors is Askenosi. And I'm looking at the and and I'm looking at the name, and I'm imagining what this woman went through when she was a kid, yeah. because there are a couple of different ways. Ask a nosy person, right? Or ask kiss a nose. Yep, it would be another way to pronounce it. Uh-huh. And I'm like ask kiss a nosy. Yeah, that would be. Horrible. I still think Kermit That's Sprinkles is the best. That's the best. Sure. That's your favorite. And, and again, like a cat. Yeah. And most again, again, most of those are real names, except for a very few or people who have changed their name. Again, the winner is usually announced around May 1st, so we'll keep you posted. <laughs> I think everybody in this room has been to Canada at least once, right? Yeah. No, As I've what? never been. Oh, you, <gasps> you never have been? Never been to Canada. I thought you went to Vancouver. Nope. Because of the Twilight Saga. Nope, never went. Oh. Do you know where it is? I do. It's okay. a little bit north. <laughs> It's because it's, it's close. It's you know, it's not well, far. I mean, I've been to Niagara Falls, so I've seen it. Okay. I looked at it. Yeah. You well, know, all you need to do is go on an all-inclusive resort in Mexico, and you'll meet plenty of Canadians. Yes, they'll show you the best ways to take drinks from the bar to the pool area so you can make the least amount of trips. Nice. <laughs> yeah, Canadians are even known for being uh, overly polite at times. But is it all just an act? Because this new study says they might also be the biggest liars in the world. Really? Yeah. <gasps> Teenagers from a bunch of different countries were given a list of mathematical concepts, and they had to say whether they were familiar with each one or not, (laughs) but several of the concepts on the list were totally fake. Okay. Teens in Canada, however, were the most likely to claim that they had heard of the fake concepts before. Oh, that's funny. Well, they're so afraid of feeling or looking stupid. Maybe, but it made them appear as the most dishonest. 
Okay. I have to tell you, America was right behind Canada, I'm though. I'm sure we were. Ranking second. <laughs> right on their tail. Followed by Australia, New Zealand, and England. And overall, boys were more likely to lie than the girls. Uh, to be fair, they only included eight countries in the study. In addition to the five already mentioned, Ireland, Northern Ireland, and Scotland were also included. See, they need to do a test like that with adults, though. And stay, I mean, of course kids are going to lie. Yeah. Because that's, that's where you learn the art of lying when you're a child. Yeah. Right? That's where you test the boundaries and figure out what you can and cannot get away with. For sure. Uh, try to... Try, you know, this test with a bunch of lying Americans in their 30s. Yeah. <laughs> Be a difference. Let's see how bad we really are. Mm. Do you ever, uh, do you reach for candy? I know you're a sweet tooth. Do you do ever I reach for candy if yeah. it's in the house? Is there yeah. one time of the day where you crave it more than another? Nope. Love it all times. What I've noticed, though, is I have had some sweets in my house this just this past week. I think I had some breads and some cinnamon rolls. And instead of just having them out on the counter where I usually have them, now that there's actually room, there's space in my pantry, I have put the sweets in my pantry and I have found that I don't eat as much of them. Oh, well, there that's were something. opera creams that lasted like a whole four days <laughs> oh. in the pantry. Out of sight, out I of mind, them. huh? Yes. That's pretty great. That's kind of a crazy concept for me. Yeah, sometimes. Uh... Usually it's a for me it's a night after I've had dinner like uh, last night was Asian Sunday. I like Asian Sunday. And uh we had we as in me myself and I. <laughs> and maybe the cats, I don't know. Uh we had some beef lo mein and at the end of it I just needed a little something sweet, not even a lot. I just need enough to alter the palate I, and the yeah. fortune one fortune cookie was enough. Yep. After dinner, definitely you need a little something mm-hmm. sweet. I agree yeah. with that. After every meal, a but, little something. But some people reach for candy in the afternoon because they need a quick burst of energy. That's what they think. Well, you might need to come up with a new excuse because this study just found the positive effects of a sugar rush might just be a myth. Researchers looked at how a big hit of sugar affected people's mood Ugh. and how alert they were. And they found it actually makes us more tired and yeah. less alert within an hour hard. of eating it. I crash really, really hard if I go on a sugar bender. Do you? Yeah. It's awful. But I don't seem to care as I'm <laughs> shoving it in my face. Because it tastes so good. I know. It's so perfect. Now, they, they say it almost has, it, it, it also has almost no effect on your mood, regardless of how much sugar you have. We're just happy because it tastes good. You know, physiologically, I don't know what it <laughs> but So the idea that eating something sweet can perk you up or help you get through the day might just be a myth if you use this study as a benchmark. But they say more research still needs to be done. Thank God. Yes. More research, please. Let's. That would be a fun research study to be a part of, wouldn't it? Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.